Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host. I'm here with co-host Mark Griffith. And Shine is spinning the tables for us over here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. We sure do appreciate your uh, your uh, appearance here on our show. And we thank you so much for coming into the Housing Hour. And you know what? Well, the reason that we designed this show was to bring value to your weekend. We don't want to be talking heads and talking about things that don't have anything to do with your, uh, with your home, with things that you um, come about with uh, your daily life. And that's what we have done. And Mark, our co-host, has done a great job with lining up guests and helping us with our goodwill segments. And I tell you what, this show has turned into something that uh, that I'm very proud of, and I know that Mark is as well. And, and we're just thankful for everybody that has signed up on our Facebook page. I mean, it's incredible. It's really remarkable, Mark, that we have so many likes. Now, we're, we're closing in on a 1,000 likes. We are closing in, and we were about under 60, maybe yeah. three weeks ago, maybe mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Things are just popping off, and and you know where. You, just to give you some information before we get to our first guest, um, you know the Housing Hour has a website. It's thehousinghour.com, and part of what we built in our website is kind of a social network, um, you know, base. So we have links back to our Facebook page. Um, and we also have, of course, all of the information that, that we talk about on each show. And you can listen to our shows live as well, right there on the housing hour. Um, but inside of the housinghour.com, you have the edutorials, which if you click the edutorials on our website, you, you have a variety of different segments. So for instance, as you all know, we did energy efficiency in homes. You can go there and see our show shows from that um, section, from from those collection of shows that we had. And then also Mark has put together um, for our home insect management section, which is what our show today is going to be based around. We have specific information um, on the website for those shows. So without any further ado, we do today have uh, George Haynes. He is uh, with Otis Pest Control. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. What we want to do first is allow you just a few moments to tell us a little bit about your company, and then we'll get into the hard questions. No, I'm just kidding, but go ahead. Go ahead and just tell us a little bit about your company. Well, we started in uh, 1974 uh, with the ideal of uh, just maybe covering uh, Knoxville and surrounding areas, and then as time went by, we moved on into Upper East Tennessee, down into Chattanooga, and, and parts of uh, Middle Tennessee. Uh, so uh, we've been in business almost 40 years now, uh, and uh, we're just uh, happy that we can do what we can do for the public. Well, and that is what it is, and, and I know that one of the things that we try to do, uh, George, is we get people that are in our community, local businesses, that that really serve our communities and and they stand out because they provide you know exemplary service um for what you would expect in cost so 
tell me about some of your services that you offer because one of the things that we have talked to other people about you know whenever we've had folks in is they might like for instance he he the guy that we had that just rings a bell is um cabinet conversions you know what he does is he converts cabinets that are older into new cabinets well in your line of work you have a specific niche i'm sure you actually have a device that you brought in today the baiting system for for termite control um is that probably one of your more popular services well yes of course our termite control is we do liquid treatment as well as baiting systems uh but uh you know with technology uh, coming on and the way it is today there's no telling what's going to happen in the future but baiting really is the way to go uh your liquid treatments uh probably for an immediate uh, uh we might say immediate danger of termites getting into the house you can use a liquid treatment but the, but your baiting systems are going to be in from from the future they will well let's talk a little bit about termites because tennessee the southeast you always hear that there's just a lot of termites down here um and you know some people like me you know for instance a couple of months ago me and mark actually around the same time saw a swarm in yeah. our in our yards and you know that's right it it, it, it worried me a little bit and and but Honestly, that's probably not abnormal that you might see that. That does not mean that you don't want to maybe get your person that you have to come out and take a look. But it, we don't just need to, to automatically think our home is infested with termites if we happen to see a swarm, right? That's correct. Because that swarm you see in the yard may not have anything to do with the, the infestation in the house. Of course, again, it, it, it could depend on how close to the house that the swarm is. Right. But it, it's just like in your baiting systems... Uh, when you put your, your bait stations out, uh, you might get a hit on a colony that's out in the yard, which may not have anything to do with the house. They may not even be, be infesting the house. Mm -hmm. uh, so you really don't know, uh, but uh, on the baiting systems, the termites have to find these things by accident. Oh, you mean the baiting systems? Or? Yes, because okay. it's, it's there. They can't smell it. They can't see it, mm -hmm. and as they forge, they run into it eventually. Mm -hmm. But there's so many of them. I mean, you, when you put a piece of wood down in the yard, I mean, you know, a week later, it seems like there's insects in them. So right, that's then, that's 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 correct. Uh, you know, in this this part of the country, you've probably got three termite colonies at, to every acre, maybe four termite colonies to every acre of ground. Mm. Uh, uh, East Tennessee and uh, Tennessee and uh, Southeast is uh, heavily infested with subterranean termites. Mm -hmm. uh, you get further south into your coastal areas, you'll run into dry wood termites, which we don't have any dry wood termites here. They're mm -hmm. they're more tropical than than they are. Uh, than the subterranean. Now, uh, obviously, termite control is one of your more popular services, but you offer other services as well. Um, maintenance, for instance. Um, one of the things that, you know, I know that some of the homeowners that I've spoke to, and they've asked me many times when we're going, you know, and processing their loan, and they want to know, hey, do you have a termite person around that you trust and know? And, you know, which brings me to another question that I'll get to in a minute, but what are the um, maintenance things that homeowners can do to to try to prevent these things? Maybe not termites, because like you say, I mean, there's there's baiting systems and all of those things. But you know, just your household pests that you don't like, the not household ants, pests, ants and spiders, those <laughs> types of spiders, things. roaches, things like that. Well, 
if you're talking about, let's say, Roach's fence, that you can always check your grocery bags as you bring them in or before you bring them in to make sure you hadn't brought a roach in or, or egg capsule mm. uh, from the grocery store. Uh, you can always try to keep everything as clean as possible, but just because someone's clean doesn't mean they're not going to get insects. Right. Uh, even in uh, big bu- bed bugs. Pam, are you listening? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> but in a bed bug situation, uh, you can be as clean as possible. And then let's let's suppose you got a, a, a son or daughter that goes to college, mm. and they go home, they go to college, and they pick up bed bugs in in the dorm, and they bring them home, and people say. Oh, I am very clean. You know, we just don't. We just don't, that mm-hmm. doesn't make any difference. That dog you, don't hunt in this situation. <laughs> hey, you can stop at a motel or a hotel yeah. somewhere, and they can get in your your luggage and you bring them home. So you know, it's a lot of it's, it's not a lot of things to do to prevent insects as much as they are to um, control them. So for those parents out there that have uh, students that are going to college, when they come back, you may want to send them to the dry cleaner before they come home. So that they don't bring in the bed bugs, right? I mean, well, spray down their stuff they, before yeah, they come I mean, in the house. It'd, it'd be a good idea to keep their get their clothes washed or dry cleaned right. or whatever. Yes, of course. But if they're bringing a, a piece of luggage home, if that right. bed bug's in the luggage, and and you know what are you gonna do? How are you gonna clean it? Right. Are you gonna search every little crack and crevice? Now uh, there's some bugs that right. will survive washing and drying. Isn't that true? I mean, like lice. You're kidding like, me. Depending on the temperature. Now, okay. bed bugs can't stand a certain amount of temperature. In fact, heat is one way to control bed bugs. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, possibly so. Just like um, mosquitoes can freeze in the wintertime and they can thaw out and still lay eggs. Wow. So well, that's actually a good segue because mosquitoes, you know, you've got this West Nile virus scare, which I've, uh, it's obviously died down quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. I mean, maybe there's been more that I'm not aware of, but, um, you know, there's there's not much you can do to prevent mos- mosquitoes live outside. That's just where, they, I mean, that's where they inhabit. Um, you know, some of the times, you know, you can purchase products uh, like the candles and what's the most effective way for people um, to kind of prevent problems with term with uh, mosquitoes make sure that you don't have any standing water anywhere around mm-hmm. during especially mosquito season like bird baths keep them mm-hmm. you know people say well i don't want my birds to come out here and get a drink and take a bath in my bird bath it looks right. you know, i like to watch them out right pour the water out make sure you don't have any old tires laying around with water in them mm-hmm. uh no areas uh around where your downspouts are where water will collect and stay any pl- uh, flower pots hmm. you keep the water poured out these things because mosquitoes have to have water to produce and the eggs have to have water to hatch and so do the larvae have to have mm-hmm. water to survive mm-hmm. so the more you you watch these items now that, that george how fast do they spawn and, and breed i mean because i heard mosquitoes are pretty quick mosquitoes the eggs will hatch in one to three days um, sometimes a little bit longer, just depending on the condi- environmental conditions. But um, uh, mosquito will reach adulthood within a week or two, and can lay fifty to five hundred eggs the first brood. Now, the female mosquito is the only mosquito that bites you. Mm. The males feed on kind of like humans right no. <laughs> <laughs> but the <laughs> but just the, kidding out there the, yeah, no, I'm kidding. the males uh, uh, will 
thrive on plant juices and things of that nature. Right. But the female has to have that blood meal in order to lay the eggs and for wow. the eggs to be nourished. And as I say, 50 to 500 eggs in the first brood, and she can lay as many as 10 brood in her lifetime. She's not likely to lay as many as 50 to 500 in the second, third, or fourth brood. Okay. But with that five generations from one female mosquito can produce 20 million mosquitoes. You're, that is incredible. That is incredible. What's the lifespan of a mosquito? A uh, few weeks to several months. Uh, they can also, they'll, uh, mosquitoes will normally fly uh, a mile for blood, a meal, but some have been known to go as far as eight miles. And there's that also, is amazing. Uh, that is really incredible. There, there, there's also cases in tropical areas where mosquitoes have killed dogs and cattle with a big swarm attacking them because they will pull as much as 50% of their blood. Well, I don't understand. That's amazing. What's the point of spraying out in the, your backyard if they can come eight miles away? I mean, Well, they go to somebody else's <laughs> house. That's the point. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What, happen, what happens? Mosquitoes harbor underneath leaves uh, and underneath your like all types of foliage in your yard and around your yard uh, and the grass. You so can they go, don't like sun, right? Right. They, they love blood. So they're like vampires. Well, essentially, you might say. <laughs> but you use you can use a ULV machine, which has high droplets of pesticide, and it will attach to these areas. And some of these outside uh, uh, pesticides will last as long as 90 days. They're guaranteed to last as long as 90 days when See, you I didn't use know that. mosquitoes. I did not you know can that. Eat some of them, you, one particular one, you can place right next to a downspout and it acts as a spider web and grasp the soil and that downspout when it rains is not even strong enough to wash it away wow but what happens is it when it gets there and it, it's put underneath those leaves when you do this with the ulv machine then you're going to kill those mosquitoes that are harboring there at nighttime mm-hmm. if some more come in they're going to harbor on these things, things. I mean, during the daytime. I'm sorry, not at night. But they'll they'll be harboring on there during the daytime too. And that pesticide pesticide will still be effective, mm-hmm. and it will kill those too. Now you don't have what you call elimination. It's called mosquito reduction. Well, we're going when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about that. This is very interesting. And I'm thinking of a name of a product. We can call it Brood Killer. And we can make this product to kill the broods. Is that what you called it? Yeah, the broods. It's amazing. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. I find it fascinating. And we thank you all for coming into the Housing Hour. We'll be right back after these messages. Tennessee's choice for Fox News Radio, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, 
the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Hot off the press, the housing market is starting to recover. Home prices are rising. Home sales are increasing. Home builders are clearing lots and raising roofs. Mortgage Investors Group would like to help you take advantage of this nationwide housing recovery by offering you the lowest interest rates in our nation's history. Don't miss out. Call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us on mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Fall is a wonderful time in Tennessee. Temperatures begin to cool, leaves begin to turn, UT football. And truthfully, what's more fun than raking leaves with your family and letting your kids run through the piles? Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you make these precious memories come true for you. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, we have the loan to fit your needs. So call us today, 1-800-489-8910 or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. When the weather gets bad, the team gets stronger. Listen for live WATE Six Storm Team Severe Weather Updates now on 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. housing hour. I want to tell you about a company that I believe very strongly in, and that is Admiral Title Company. Admiral Title is a real estate closing company that handles all of your needs when it comes to helping you with your title needs. Uh, they're going to do the title search. They're going to handle coordinating the closing. Um, they're going to be there with you if you're a consumer when you sign your loan documents, and they're going to explain all of those documents to you. Um, and that's really our job on the front end as um, lenders, a mortgage investors group, uh, prides itself in explaining the whole process, but there are some things that you may have questions about that maybe you didn't get to answer or ask and we didn't get to answer. So they will take care of all of that. And then they also help coordinate the closing itself. Um, they're going to talk with the realtors and they just do an excellent job. And they're going to, you know, speaking of term, termite, they're going to get the termite letter sometimes from the from the pest control company. I'm sure um, this company that we're talking to today, Otis, is I'm sure heavily involved in that. But they really just do a great job of coordinating the whole closing. Admiral Title has been around for about eight years, and Phyllis and Terry do a, a tremendous job, and their team is top notch. And they also have Adams Law Firm as well. If you have any, um, you know, anything as far as estate planning or things like that, he can help you with that. 
and many other things as well. Um, but, you know, give them a call, see what you can do, see if there's anything they can help you with. And if you're a realtor or a lender out there, they can also help you. Um, so maybe if you want to start a relationship with someone uh, that you can trust, somebody that can give you all the information and take care of your clients from beginning to end, Admiral Title is the company for you. 865-531-6060. Admiral Title. Well, we're back in here with George. We're talking termites and mosquitoes and so forth. And you were um, off air talking a little bit about some of the, the diseases that, that mosquitoes carry. And, and you were telling the story about Memphis that you um, read in a magazine. And, and tell us about that. That's interesting. Uh, Gibson County Electric puts out a magazine called Tennessee. Uh, I believe it's called Tennessee Today. Uh, it's a quarterly magazine. But anyway, it was a story in there about uh, yellow fever in Memphis in the ni- roughly ni- uh, 1880s. And everybody died. Nobody knew what was happening or what was what was causing the death. And, uh, of course, they termed it yellow fever um, because of the way the people at- reacted. And you could be healthy one day and the next day you could come down with it and in three days you could die. Mm. Uh, many people came in to try to help and find out what the, what was causing the disease and they didn't know and so finally as fall came on they had a big frost and the disease just kind of fell off. Mm. The people stopped uh, getting infected and they finally figured out that what happened that the frost killed a lot of the mosquitoes or made them dormant mm. and that's where the the uh, disease was coming from that's yellow amazing fever. yeah but yellow fever uh, it uh, attacks and kills red blood cells mm-hmm. so it's 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 pretty rough so these mosquitoes would bite somebody who is infected therefore the blood that they the the, the female that bit didn't get that blood in them and then they go bite somebody else and it's, it's carrying that disease. And that's how West Nile, and some people thought that even that's potentially how AIDS was originally brought into the country. But tell me the other diseases that you know of. Well, let me correct myself on one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the yellow fever is a, a viral infection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was talking about the attacks of red blood cells. Malaria mm-hmm. is what is uh, the mosquitoes gotcha. when they get the attacks of uh, uh, red blood cells. Okay. Uh, also, uh, mosquitoes carry encephalitis. Uh, West Nile virus, uh, dengue, uh, heartworms in dogs and cats. Mm. Uh, so some of these some of these things are very fatal. And uh, uh, a matter of fact, uh, mosquitoes have a, a they 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 have a great control on people in certain areas, special tropical areas. For instance, in Liberia. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get as many as 50 to 100 bites per night. Mm. So, you know, it... it that it, is crazy. And yeah. that's where that malaria spread and all these other things are spread. Well, here's another um, thing uh, with mosquitoes, because mosquitoes, you spoke about it, you know, biting the dog or the cat or whatever, the, the outside pet. Um, and then those become maybe potentially, on the, in the worst case scenario, infected. And then you know, they potentially could carry that on to other things. Because I don't, I hate, I don't have my doctor hat on today, but I don't know how things like that are transmitted. I would assume that it would have to be an open wound to an open wound type of thing, some of these. But I think it all comes back to what you're talking about, George, is there are certain things that you can actually do to help uh, prevent 
some of these mosquito problems. And one of the things was this uh, solution that, that you can apply that's that's very nominal. And so for people out there that, especially March when March rolls around and, and you want to start thinking about this, um, you know, give them a call and, and have Otis uh, Termite and Pest take care of uh, maybe helping you prevent mosquitoes because the mosquito problem, you know, is severe. It can be. Um, and you can call them at 690-1662. Is that your main number? Yes. And maybe see about a plan for you um, and for any of these things that we're talking about. I mean, the termites, the <clears throat> the mosquitoes, um, the prevention, the, the baiting system that George talked about. And then George also wanted to talk about, because this is a big thing for us, um, and we've solved it now, but, you know, we had a couple of mice get in to our crawl space. And... You know, I ended up finding out what it was, George. It was, there was a little hole that the builder had not um, uh, filled with something they should have, from what I've been told by the uh, inspector that came and looked. But it was, they were getting, it was getting into our house. Um, so you guys probably help with setting traps. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't want to go in their crawl space at all, let alone to go in and, and put in traps. But but do you guys offer some services around the, those pesky varmints? Oh, yeah. We, we uh, of course, we're in uh, practically any kind of uh, uh, pest control situation we might get into as far as uh, roaches, rats, mice, ants, silverfish, spiders, crickets, you know, all these normal How about moles? I have a mole problem with Well, let me tell you really? right quickly, if I get into mole problems, you got to kill the grubs in the soil to get rid of your moles because that's the reason moles are mm. there. They're, they're out there looking for you grubs. You may want to try a lie detector uh, for the mole. Oh, no, a different type of mole, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you don't. If you get rid of the, the grubs and get rid of the insects in the soil, the moles will leave. The grubs would be some sort of animal that lives in the Yeah, earth. and usually they can be uh, uh, Japanese beetle grubs a lot of times. Okay. They're, they're, you know, grub worms, you've probably seen some there. They're probably hanging long. out in the bare spots. They're, yeah, they're round with, with, and they're white and, and they're just eating. They're good eating. They're, yeah, they're. but they'll eat the, the roots off of your grass yeah, too. that's what's killing, killing everything. Grass. You might see a brown spot out there somewhere, mm-hmm. and then that's because of the grubs eating the roots off. So that's what the moles are. Now, I'm sure around here we don't see, obviously, you know, in, in different parts of the country, you're going to have different types of problems. But, you know, sometimes we do get the raccoons that will just come, and there'll be a real real problem for some people. Do you see issues with raccoons? And they, they, speaking of carrying diseases they can carry some diseases what's so funny i wasn't even trying to make a joke <laughs> you have a raccoon problem in no, tra- no, we you used did to have it. we used you to did. Yeah, we that's had, where it came george from. you'll find this interesting we had some we had some um albino raccoons it was really amazing and and they had about seven in their litter uh half of them well not three and a half but three of them were albinos and they were beautiful animals and they didn't seem to cause us any problems so we left them alone but but i'm sure you've heard the stories they get into the trash they so so do you guys set like literally traps for those type of things we we are also in the critter control business Mm -hmm. uh any type of uh Animal, uh, uh, raccoons, possums, squirrels, coyotes, uh, mm, snakes, coyotes. Mm. skunks. 
we set out traps for them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, we, we, we'll we take them in a, uh, when I say eliminate them, we do it in a humane manner. We'll, we'll turn them loose someplace else or the state requires you on certain animals. Well, that's not terminating them. That's letting no, them go. Cer- certain animals, <laughs> the state requires it, oh. that you have to euthanize them. Really? But well, I can assure you, if I come across the rab- rabbits possible. in my yard, eat all my vegetables. Is there any way to get rid of those guys? The, Do you put them in a bag? The rabbits? Like, yeah. Well, now that you have to get a special permit because they're controlled. <laughs> you can't by take those things out, Mark. What do you get a slingshot or something and knock them silly? <laughs> That's all you. But you know, a lot of these animals rabbit. carry a. a, a diseases yeah and, that's right and, well that's what it comes back to and and uh, uh so you have to get rid of them i mean you can't just turn them loose mm-hmm. uh but uh we're licensed by the tennessee wildlife resource agency and uh, they tell us what we can do and what we can't do is just like with the pest control business uh, let me okay sorry go ahead but you know we can only do what we're 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 told to do as far as epa and and the state we're here with george haynes and he um is with otis pest control and um i actually for those out there because we are quite um a large uh station in that we are heard in five states and over a million potential populations so if everybody was listening to the radio we could have a million listeners right now but a question for those people that are near or around mountainous areas you know we have tons of that um and they may have bear problems as well. I mean, obviously, you have the permit. Do you guys venture out, um, or do you maybe have, um, you know, uh, referral partners in those areas? Because maybe that's not your neck of the woods. Um, because what about bear problems and things like that? When you get into large game like that, T- uh, Tennessee Wildlife Resources okay. takes over, and they do all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like deer. Uh, mm-hmm. You can put things out for deer to to deter them, keep them from getting in your like garden a or whatever. Six. But yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> in during the season. <laughs> but you know, some of these animals that uh, you just uh, call TWRA, then they go trap them, and then mm-hmm. they'll move them. Well, and then people that I mean, I was joking with the thirty out six. I'm not a hunter, and I don't have anything against hunters. I don't have anything against PETA and all of those people either. But um, I guess a question because some people want to take things into their own hands, George. You know, for instance the raccoon issues and you know i was joking about the slingshot my grandfather taught me how to use a slingshot because he had a squirrel problem when he was trying to grow you know his pumpkins and his other fruits and vegetables so you know he was a a absolute precision uh you know rifleman with his little slingshot but there are professionals like yourself that that can handle those things and you're you're going to potentially put yourself in danger if you try to take matters into your own hand. And and you know what? Also, while I'm thinking about it, that goes also for the termite control. You know, people think they can go out and buy this stuff. I mean, you guys are the trusted advisors, and that's why we have you on here. You know what you're doing. You have, since 1974, you guys have been in business. You've seen it. You've been there, done that. Um, so talk about your all's kind of education experience and why that's so important not just to go to any abc termite company not that they're not good but you guys have been around well the the state requires all uh, uh, pest control companies first of all to be licensed and and uh, bonded uh, have proper insurance and they also require you to be certified uh, you have to go take a test uh, to get your certification. And after you get your certification, then you have to have so many hours 
uh, in a, a three-year period, you've got to have 30 hours of schooling. Mm. You can do the schooling at UT. They offer certain classes over there uh, through the uh, Tennessee Department of Agriculture, and there are several certified people to give the classes throughout. You're probably uh, one of them. Well, I'm, I just had gave one the other day, but we do it to our own people. We give it to right. our own people. We, we call it, it's in-house. you mm-hmm. you got to have 15 in, or you can have 15 in-house points and 15 out-of-house okay. points uh, to get your certification in, over that period of time. But um, uh, there are companies that come in or people that have been certified through the state to give classes and they'll send out brochures and they'll say, hey, we're having a class at such and such time. You can get five points or you get three points mm-hmm. or whatever. But anyway, uh, not only do you have to do these things to keep your certification, uh, you need to keep up with the everything that's the technology and mm. what's going on. And it, it, if you don't, you're just going to be left behind. Right. Well, that's so true because in our industry as well, we have to obviously be certified and take ongoing training. Um, there are certain companies like the bank loan officer that don't have to have that type of training, which yeah. is remarkable to me um, that they would not have to go through the same exact stuff that we do as lenders. But same thing for you guys. I mean, you want people that are handling these type of chemicals and 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 to, to be certified. And, and the only thing that these things do not ensure, which is what you have, which is is experience. You can't teach experience. And that's one of the things that differentiates you guys from your other termite companies. I mean, it's a long time to be in business. Yeah, and of course, you know, not only did I say certification, you have to be certified. You have to have a licensed person in charge of that office or that branch, wherever it might be. And then the rest of the technicians can be certified. Like I, my, my license, I have uh, four separate sets of license. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've had them for years and years, but the people on you can be certified, and all they have to do is work under someone that has a license. I see, I see. But, but you're ultimately responsible for what oh they yeah. do, right. and that's when Kathy Baker comes, or whatever her name, Booker, Booker. comes to call, Booker, and then yeah. Phil comes. You know, Phil. Phil Hurst. Oh, yeah. Phil Hurst, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have both of them on. <clears throat> Hopefully you haven't t- had to talk to them too much. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, that's one of the things that we... And, and Mark, I tell you what, it's been really a nice... And we're going to put this one right next to that... Got a space yeah, ready. Tell me what we're going to do for, for this show. Under editorials, the third uh, series in the segment is George. So mm-hmm. it's going to go right there on editorials under the home pest management section yeah, on so our maybe, website. Yeah, so maybe you're listening to this show. You're driving in your car. You, you want to reference back the information that George spoke about and that we've been talking about. You can go to thehousinghour.com. And that way, what you can do is you can go and look. Hey, here's the information that they provided. You can forward it to friends and family. Um, this information can be very helpful, especially when March rolls around, you'll know just the person to call and be able to help you with your mosquito prevention, your termite control, your pest control, and for all of those varmints that you have, you can talk to him about doing that. Well, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming in, George. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Well, we will be right back in just a few moments after these messages. We're going to talk uh, some new stuff with uh, Mark, and we've got some really hot topics, if you will. Good topics. <laughs> to talk about. So come back and see us. This is the housing hour. We'll be right back. Around. 
Morse, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. Roughly six years after the housing market began its longest, deepest slide since the Great Depression, experts believe the end of the slide has come. Home prices are rising, home sales are increasing, and interest rates are at their lowest level. Mortgage Investors Group would like to help you take advantage of these fantastic market conditions. MIG has 16 offices in Tennessee, so call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Clearly, your best choice for news talk. 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Kevin Ray here. I want to tell you about another company that that Mark and I both uh, believe very strongly in, and, and that is Capital Financial Group. And Capital Financial Group, actually, they're, they're right below us at our building there on I-40, right next to Sam's, uh, right there. Um, you know where that is. And they are a company that really helps to design a plan that will help you meet your financial goals, whether that be that you want to save up for your kids for college or your 401k, or you want to retire early and you want to, to get strategy going with someone. And that's what they do. They'll look at what you have. They'll look at your how you're investing your money, how you're not investing your money. And if you want someone that can really help you attain your goals, then you need to call them because they'll take care of that for you. And the thing I like about them, which is that they'll interview you and they'll go through that process and find out what you're doing. And they may modify some things that you're doing. They, they, may, they may delete some things that you're doing. And they also may add some things that you are doing. In, in today's, you know, 
environment. You know, things are, are very volatile, as you all know. And so it, it's a good idea to go ahead and, you know, get that started, get that process started, because you just never know. You never know what is going to happen. And these folks, Bobby and his team, do a great job, and they will take care of you. Um, so give them a call today. They're right there in Knoxville, um, very local, have been around for many, many, many years. You can call them at 865-246-1680, Capital Financial Group. So, Mark, we've got some hot topics. Talk to me. What, what's going on in the news? What, what do we got? Well, I think uh, one of the things that certainly is hot is the QE3. Mm-hmm. So uh, why don't you tell everybody what that stands for? Um, quantitative easing is what QE stands for. And then the three represents that this will be the third go around of that. So it's kind of like the trilogy, yeah. if you will. It's the three-part series. Yeah. Huh? Now, this is really not QE3, though. And you know why? Why? Because there's no end to it. That is it's, true. It's an indefinite thing. It's open-ended. It's open-ended. So, well, you know, back in 2008, November was the first QE1. Mm-hmm. That was it. Right. I, I don't know if that was called TARP or what, but I just remember that mm-hmm. the, they decided to buy $500 billion or $600 billion of uh, mortgage-backed securities. Right. It wasn't TARP. I, that's something separate, but yes. It was so, yeah. separate. So so the monetary policy, QE1. Well, do you realize that the interest rates were at six and a quarter at that period of time? Mm-hmm. And that when they started purchasing them in 2009, the interest rates fell uh, to five and an eighth. Mm-hmm. It, from January, which we thought was incredible. Which we, we thought was incredible. Now that's like that you got to refinance. Well, we've had two other Q, or at least one other QE uh, that has occurred that's mm-hmm. keeping the prices down. So the question is, why does QE3 keep the rates down? Mm-hmm. Well, so what would you say? Well, How would you explain well, that? Well, what they're doing is they're purchasing mortgage-backed securities at a potential of $40 billion a day. That's what's going to Not happen. a month. Not a month. I'm talking no. a day. I mean, Apple is worth just over a billion, and that's like a lot. Or how how much is Apple worth? You know, because you own it, like half of it. <laughs> no, I do not own half of it, but it's worth but, more than uh, Poland. Well, it's okay, but it's worth a lot. And I mean, it's like chump change compared to what the go- U.S. government is spending on a daily basis. They have more cash than the U.S. government it's, on it's, hand. I mean, well, right, because they can print it. <laughs> I mean, but at the end of the day, what this is ultimately trying to do, and it goes back to what last week's guest, Larry Bear, was talking about. Was mm-hmm. that two weeks ago, two I guess? Um, Larry was saying, you know, you have buyers and you have sellers. And when you have more sellers than you do buyers, that means interest rates are going to go up on mortgage-backed securities. So what the federal government is doing, they've figured out what Larry has been teaching all these years. And they said, well, let's let's make more buyers. And so rather than it being Tom, Dick, or Harry, it's Uncle Uncle Sam. Sam, That's the thing. So they've artificially... Put in place a, a buyer, and, and that's us. That's that's you know taxpayers. And and actually, if you look at it, uh, a lot of folks will say, "Well, this is going to increase the, uh, the the deficit problem and create all these issues." But the truth is that it actually makes money because they mm. make money on the bonds. And when at a certain point they're going to sell them, they're they're realizing income off of them. So it's not that bad of a strategy. I, well, actually, you're right, and that's why I think that it's even being talked about because at the end of the day, you know. There's not much um, oversight when it comes to the Federal Reserve. You don't have, I mean, you you did have through um, really extraordinary means, Ron Paul uh, helped to get the very first 
um, audit done of the Federal Reserve ever in the history. And it wasn't as specific as he wanted it to be. In other words, it, it didn't diagnose really where these overseas, I can't remember the exact term that they used, but I mean, we're sending, I mean, the money that we are spending just just unbelievable amounts of money. Sure. And it's these folks out there that, that we are trying to protect so that, you know, they don't call these loans due and payable is basically what it comes down to. And, and you know, quantitative easing, it, it's really an unconventional method because it's, it's once all of the conventional monetary policies have failed, whatever those things might be, um, this is when uh, we have used uh, quantitative easing to inject money into the market. And so, there's so much theory out there that this this is not going to work. It hasn't been working because you know what they said until until jobs improve, they're going to continue putting money in. And what's fascinating is the the QE one was the mortgage backed securities which they bought with the 500 billion, mm -hmm. and then QE two they went into treasury securities. So mm -hmm. they got away from mortgage backed securities and bought, started buying just the short term yeah, treasury you're, you're securities. Right. And then this third is going back to mortgage backed securities. Why? Because they said that they know that. That this stimulus is going to affect the housing industry, and that's the one thing that's going to drive this market back to its feet. Well, and you know as well as I do that when housing recovers, you have builders, you have insurance companies, you have um, lumber companies, you have Home Depot, Lowe's. Um, a matter of fact, $100 Lowe's EF card, if you go like our page, you have the chance of winning. But you have all these different um, industries that right. are supported Perfect. by housing. And everybody has always said that the way you get an economic recovery is to make sure that housing is healthy. Right. And so far, QE1, QE2, refinances are healthy and purchases are starting to come back, but we need an injection. And, and this, you know, I, these people are so much smarter than I am. You know, Ben Bernanke is a brilliant, brilliant man. Yes. And he could sit here on this show, right in that seat, and undo anything that I say because he is a brilliant guy. But being brilliant doesn't mean that you are correct. Well, and we have our own brilliant guy going to be a guest on next week, yes. and that's Jesse Lynn. He was mm -hmm. with Mortgage Investors Group, our vice president of marketing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be a great show, so tune into that. Yeah, so we're going to have him here for two segments next week, so you don't want to miss that. And another thing, too, if you're out there and you want to know, hey, should I, you know, they're talking about this quantitative easing, you know, maybe now is not the time to refinance. You know, maybe I should wait. And the thing is, for those of you that are thinking that, you, you may have a flawed thinking only because um, what they're really attempting to do, because, I mean, they can't make rates go down to zero. I right. mean, 30-year fixed rates, yeah. and I'm not going to quote a rate here, but, Mark, they're not too far away from being and in the twos. And 15 years. Right? The 30 the, the years are not too far from being in the twos. Right. I looked at a rate sheet yesterday, right, right, right. and if you have a good credit score and, and you have everything set up, I mean, it, and we're seeing that now. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about this for a very long time since probably back in March. The activity level has gone through the roof, but right now we're really, really humming. And it's mm -hmm. the home buyers that are out there; they're purchasing homes. But more importantly, there's there's seem to be bidding on homes. There's more than one buyer out there, mm -hmm. which kind of tells us that um, you know there's still not a whole a lot of quality homes on the market. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not enough inventory out there, so mm -hmm. we have buyers accumulating in the wing and jumping on a house when it comes out right. on the market. So what we need is a lot more uh, listings out there in order to, you know, feed the fuel. Here's some thoughts, too. We have a few minutes left. Take that $40 billion 
instead of maybe, okay, take half of that, take 20 billion, throw some people some money, like what Larry Bear was suggesting last week. I don't know if you caught the end of the show or not, um, but he suggested that you give them a bank card right, that right. has X amount of dollars on it, whatever it is, and say, this cannot be spent at Hooters or <laughs> at wherever. It yeah. only be, can be specifically spent on whatever. I mean, I don't know what that is, but that might be a way to infuse some money because here's the other thing. Um, people are not going to hire these large corporations until they feel like their sales are going to go up That's because right. they need profits to be able to hire employees. Absolutely. So the consumer is, you know, if everybody doesn't understand and, and maybe I don't understand, but here's how I see it. The reason that we went into the recession is not because government left the spending table or because of the private sector. It's because the consumer rightfully so did a Japan 180 and said, you know what? We can't, we can't keep doing what we're doing because we are not getting the results we want. So they stopped spending money. I mean, it's clear that that's hey, what it was. It, that's economics 101 Absolutely. at the University of Tennessee. Dr. Spiva used to yeah. tell us what drives the, uh, the market is consumer expectation. Yeah, that and consumer spending. Because yeah, if they don't expect it to be good, they're not right. going to spend. So, so, and you know, Dr. Spivey um, enlightened us too at our KNBA meeting, and it was controversial, but he suggested that the stimulus was not enough, that it needed to be more Correct. than, because he said uh, 900 billion or whatever that was, was not enough. We needed to make it, you know, 1.2 trillion but, or more. But you know what? The money hasn't even been all spent yet. The infrastructure projects have been been put through red tape and bureaucracy and stop gaps. There's the money that we even had originally for the stimulus hasn't all been spent yet because there's been so much divisive political, uh, you know, stuff happening. They can't get the money spent. We need new bridges. We need new roads. And you may need a and new house. And I approve house. this message. And you may need a new house. <laughs> and if you do, you need to call Mortgage Investors Group, yes. 691-8910. Visit yep. thehousinghour.com. Give yep. us a call. Let us get that process going for you because that's where it starts. You Absolutely. got to get pre-qualified and get moving. And, and you know, the, we are all across the state. So migonline.com, you can go there, find the branch nearest you, or you can call us, like he said, at 691-8910, and we can help direct you to the right place. I know I get up on my soapbox about monetary policy. I know that really interests a lot of people, but it's so important. And especially in this election cycle, we need to get more informed and understand where our candidates stand on this. Um, and for the 47% of you all out there that actually pay tax. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> not, I'm not going to go. That, please. So anyway, guys, I tell you what, it's been a great show. Mark, thanks for setting up another wonderful thank show. Thank you. And we look forward to uh, next week. And thank you guys for joining us today. I tell you what, there's there's so many topics out there that we want to cover. And I know I get emails all the time that people say, hey, we would like to hear you talk about this. We would like to hear you talk about that. And we love that stuff. And that's really partly where our um, topics have been going. And when we talk about stuff, it's because you guys are interested and thank you for liking our page go to facebook.com slash housing hour like our page put yourself in for the possible uh gift card for a hundred dollars to lowe's we'll be drawing that here very very soon thanks again for joining us thank you to our guests and we will see you guys next week right here on the housing hour see you see you next time sister's saying in her sleep brother's got a date to keep you can't hang around in the middle of our street